Hello. Hi, Joe. This is Rebecca with Ashray Journal. I'm thrilled to talk to Rebecca from Ashray Journal. Thank you for joining us on Hot Air. I've been known for a lot of hot air in the day. Yeah, me too. October issue, you start your column by saying that water is weird. And then the next thing I knew, you were talking about icebergs and ice wine. What's that about? Well, one of the most misunderstood issues and building issues is freeze thaw. And for a gazillion years and still to this day, I hear incredibly smart people say the reason that freeze thaw happens is because. When water changes phase from a liquid to solid, it increases in volume by 9%. Because it increases in volume by 9%, the concrete blows up, the brick blows up, the stucco blows up. And none of that is, is true. And it's amazing that you know we don't teach it and explain it properly. Now, it is true that water does change its phase at volume when it changes from a liquid to a solid by 9%. But that is not why we have a problem with freeze-thaw or a problem with something else called spalling and efflorescence. And so let me spend a minute or two explaining. When water changes phase from a liquid to a solid, any dissolved things in the water are left behind. When water changes phase from a liquid to a vapor, any dissolved things are left behind. It's the things that are left behind that cause the problem. Now, let me explain about icebergs. Um, the planet is surrounded by oceans that are salty. I'm not sure whether they teach that in public school anymore, but we have salt water in the oceans. And when salt water freezes, we have something called icebergs. But there is no salt in the iceberg. The salt is left behind. So the concentration of salt in the ocean water that hasn't changed phase yet increases. Well, guess what? When water changes phase from a liquid to a vapor, the stuff is also left behind when the concentration is left behind, or the concentration increases. The second law of thermodynamics doesn't like any of that. It hates concentrations. Whenever something increases in concentration, the second law says, whoa, 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 danger, Will Robinson, danger. I got to rush and reduce the concentration. And when it rushes to reduce the concentration, bad things happen and things blow up. And so that's how freeze thaw happens. Because water wants to rush dilute the concentration of salt that's increasing because the water's changed phase. Well, efflorescence and spalling happens the same way because when the water evaporates, the concentration goes up and water from elsewhere wants to rush and dilute that and bad stuff happens. Now, what the heck does this have to do with wine? Wow. Well, the Germans, bless their heart, have winter and they like their wine. And they like their beer, but they really like their wine. And when they leave their grapes 
on the leaves and we have a frost, the water in the grapes changes phase from a liquid to a solid. Guess what's left behind? The really good tasting stuff in the, in the grapes. That's called ice wine. So they get the water out of the darn system, look at water out of it by changing phase from a liquid to a solid. Wow. The Italians, geez, there, that's different. Italy's different than Germany. Now you can just go visit the two. They're both strange and weird, but they don't have as miserable winters. But they have something called sun. And so when they leave the grapes on the vine and the sun beats down on them, it changes the water from the liquid phase in the grapes to the vapor. And what's left behind? Oh, the essence, the really good stuff. So the increase in concentration of the good stuff in Germany happens because the the water changes from a liquid to a solid and the good stuff is left behind. In Italy, because they change from a liquid to a vapor, the good stuff is left behind and they get Vinsanto, they call it. Vinsanto is the wine of the saints. So it's all about changing the concentration of what's dissolved in liquid water. Now, we have spalling, efflorescence and freeze thaw and construction and entertainment and wine. We have Vinsanto and ice wine. Now, there are other things that can happen, right? It's not always that easy. Now, we have the Italians and the Germans, but we also have the French. Whoa! Now, the French are clearly not Italian and they're clearly not German. Their version of a dessert wine is called a sauterne. And they're all about getting the darn liquid water out as well. But they don't do it with a change in phase. They do it with mold. It's called the noble rot. Are you telling me that the French are into microbiology to make a sauterne to compete with the Germans and the Italians? Well, yeah. Well, how does that work? I don't know. I'm not a microbiologist and I'm not a chemical engineer. I, and I, I have enough trouble with rot and mold. My idea is to get rid of rot and mold. And so I should not like it. And then my family explains to me, Joe, you're Czech. You're a beer drinker. You can't have beer without mold. Get with it. You're more French than you are Italian. So there you go. Change in phase gets rid of water. There's also chemical reactions that get rid of water. And some of the chemical reactors reactions involve basically microbiology. Now, I'm sure Lord Kelvin somewhere is rolling over in his grave because I didn't get it quite right. But, hey, I love you, Lord. Uh, and I know you were Irish, even though the Brits and the Scots take credit for you. There you go. There was a little hot air there, right? <laughs> there was a fair bit. But good stuff. And I did look up the Sauterne. I couldn't figure it out either, <laughs> but I wouldn't be expected to. Well, one of the nicest quotes of anything is, you know, Feynman. Feynman's lectures on physics. And for him, well, first of all, I, he's the only New Yorker that I love. Okay. I know he's passed away, but I mean, I have enough trouble with New York. You know, I had trouble with New York when I lived in Toronto and I live in Boston. You can imagine that. But the Feynman lectures were absolutely spectacular. And for us to find that magnificent quote of his on wine made me love that New Yorker even more than I loved him before. It is a good one. And I think our readers will enjoy it. Thank you, Joe. 
My pleasure. I'm Rebecca Matasovsky, Ashray Journal's technical editor, and you've been listening to Hot Air. Hot Air.